summer denim oh there's some summer denim coming up you don't even know about it yet i feel like i'm wearing cut off jean shorts yep. but they're so frayed and short they're cutting up my butt cheeks very interesting yeah what are you wearing did you just eye roll me i gave you a double jane for what oh just for fun that was rude what are your summer jeans like my summer jeans are actually they they're cut into <laughs> bikini bottoms they're made of denim. Denim bikini. Yeah, they feel real nice. Um, nuts are all squished up. Check it out, jeans. We are we're hitting the road pretty soon here. <laughs> Let me tell you, I got some advance ticket information. New Brunswick, New Jersey, July 15th is moving along nicely. If you're in that area, please come and see me. I believe that's a Wednesday night. Hartford, Fartford, Connecticut. Thank you. Please. Let them know where you're at. Brooklyn, uh, Hartford, Hartford's on the 16th of July. The next night, Brooklyn, New York, um, is sold out at the Bell House. It's been sold. Seth Dunn, been sold out. So that's that. Boston has less than 100 tickets available. Oh. That's for Saturday, July 18th at the Wilbur Theater. Oh. Please come and see me. Um, then we are in Montreal, Canada. Wearing our French Canadian jeans, and we have shows all week, all kinds of stand up shows. And we're also doing a live episode of Your Mom's House in uh, the Hyatt there. So if you are around and you want to see a live podcast, scoop those tickets up now. I believe that podcast is going to be on Tuesday. Uh, Montreal, Legends. Yeah, I think that's the 22nd. Go to tomsegur.com. I know I have that. Uh, ticket for sale there. Um, the following week, I'm going on a little run before I shoot my special. Uh, on the 4th of August, San Francisco at Cobbs, there are about 100 tickets left. So if you want to see that, Manfred Disco at Cox Comedy Club. And then the same goes for the next night at the Punchline in Sacramento. I had to... Move my Eugene date. We're working on trying to find a new date um, for the 6th because that's the day before we tape in Seattle and they don't like you to travel the day of the taping. So I have to move that. My apologies to anybody that had a Eugene, Oregon ticket. You'll get a full refund and I will make it up. I'm going to come to Oregon and do that. I am coming to Oregon and later in the month for Portland. But Seattle, uh, I believe right now you can only get tickets to the early show, the 7 o'clock. It's really important that I have people there, so please, please get those tickets. If you're in Seattle, you don't already have tickets. Um, and I, I mentioned before, if you bought tickets to the 9 o'clock show, that show is now at 9.30. They just pushed it a little bit because we're taping. What's, what is that? You know, what isn't it? What isn't the puppy putting in his mouth? Oh, it sounds like it's, no, it sounds like it's your phone I'm saying. No, it's a bottle cap that oh. Bitsy's chewing on. It's not okay. me. See? Now she's going to choke on that. Jesus Christ. See? Oh. God damn it. God. This fucking dog. This fucking dog. You could not chew something for five fucking 
Anyways, that's that. So huge thanks to everybody that came to the shows in Pittsburgh that Christina and I did together with Jim Norton, Michael Che, and all the, the DVE crowd there. That was a crazy fucking show. So much fun. And um, also, I cannot thank enough the people of Chicago and Detroit and Pontiac for Saturday and Sunday in those two great cities. I had such a good time. It was so crazy, man. That, those denims out there are different. Oh, they were wearing their jeans up over their fucking, <laughs> like their necks. They couldn't even walk in the place. People were like getting wheeled into it, you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah, really crazy denim. <sighs> so I, I just, I, I share and shower you with my gratitude. And you're calm. And okay. Um, my favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Let's start this party. Um, and I'll say, you know, right before we start that I think we should acknowledge, you know, it's really great. That I'm the main mommy? Oh. No, there's a quality for all now in... Um, in marriage, so this this country finally wait a minute modernized. Wait, what are you saying? That that anyone can get married, gay people can get married now. Are you kidding me? You didn't know the Supreme Court made it a oh, federal law. God, I didn't like gay people. Yeah, marrying each other or dogs. Yeah, maybe. yeah. What's next? Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Uh, you want to marry Bitsy? Yes, I do actually. <laughs> okay, I'm just yeah. kidding. that's awesome. It is pretty awesome. So we just want to acknowledge that, and then. Uh, Let's uh, start the show, man. You know what I'm saying? Do you think our dog could not chew that paper right now? Look, yeah, this is our standard fuck party that, that we generally hold here once a month. I mean, the rules basically have always been no drugs, uh, no attitude, no condoms, no clothing. We do allow condoms now if guys want to use them. We have no problem. But 100 guys, 120 guys at the party will find two or three condoms the next morning on the floor. That's it. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsi. Welcome to your mom's house. Thank you.
I've just decided to hold her in my lap because otherwise she's a destroyer. She destroys everything. It's like she just she's a heat seeking missile for what you don't want to happen. She's like, Can I can I ruin your day here? Can I ruin your day here? <laughs> can I chew that document? Yeah. God. That was um, a pretty cool clip. Well, <laughs> I mean cool I think we're I think we're doing the right thing, which is we're celebrating <laughs> the fact that, you know, love does win. Fair is fair, and this is a. I mean, you have to be a mentally ill person <laughs> to 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 think that somebody's not uh, entitled to get married, or Republican, or like hardcore right wing, which they're still so upset about. Well, I don't think Republican. I think a lot of Republicans actually yeah. uh, feel like gay marriage is okay. Well, there's but a lot that don't. Well, no. Can I finish the sentence? Yeah. Is that you're you're you can't just generalize the party like that. I think it's more uh, like it's it's the far right. It's like Tea Party stuff. It's yeah. it's not just there's a I mean there's a lot a lot of Republican people that I think are they know that that issue is ridiculous to to define a party and to you know. But that's what I meant. The stand, far right. The, well, yeah, the, the you, super right. Yeah, you know, I, lunatics. Yeah, I think they, you know, and then now it's nice. You have gay people that are like, thank you, sir. They can get married, you know? It's, yeah, thank you, husband, sir. Yeah, whatever they want to call each other. Sire. It's crazy. I, this, Mr. It, sir. It's, go, it's going to be looked at like in, what, whatever, 30, 40 years, you know, maybe less. I was like, what? Like people would be like, why? Why couldn't you get married? I was watching a documentary on they were the like, 60s. Because I'm black and I'm gay. Yeah, I was watching a documentary on the 60s last night uh, about the women's movement and mm-hmm. the civil rights movement. That wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow, that was just in the 60s. Like women couldn't open bank accounts without their husband's permission. That I understand. <laughs> that makes sense. Me too. Let's reverse it. I know because not all broads can really, you know. Right, but like as far as uh, somebody who's gay or you know lesbian man woman being not being able to to marry who they want to be with, it's how's crazy. that even? Let's just let them have a good time. Let them do what they want. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's pretty nuts. Could you imagine though being with somebody for like twenty years and the government? And the country you live in. That's what's crazy. It's like, no, your love doesn't count. No matter how conservative <laughs> you are, it has nothing to do with like your conservative point of view. It really doesn't. It has no, I mean, it's two people that are just they want to be together. What the fuck does it, it doesn't matter to you? It's so crazy that somebody would be like, but that's the thing I that's the argument point for me is is two people's existence together is where I want to step in. It has nothing to do with you. There was uh, some Texas congresswoman, some right-winger, uh, whose name I can't remember, and, uh, and there <laughs> she's being interviewed, and the interviewer asked her if she's going to acknowledge the Supreme Court decision mm-hmm. for gay marriage, and all she said was, well, I mean, think about it. Can a man's parts fit into another man's parts? No. Fits into a woman's parts. So, okay. And the How guy's did you like, not pull that audio because it was on stern and i didn't want to oh. take the the clip but it was so ridiculous like her whole argument it was so ludicrous like but yeah but penises fit in women's buttholes well also man's parts they do fit in other men's parts <laughs> yeah they fit in buttholes yeah and mouths you just got to push harder <laughs> in the butthole that's all yeah it's just a matter of relaxing and yeah. coaxing it in there 
Yeah, and you can also fuck their fat rolls and like elbows, armpits. Yeah, yeah. There's so many places to fuck. Back of the knee, all that stuff. Yeah. Butt cheeks, even. You can just lube that up. That's true. Yeah. There's so many places There's, to fuck. Now look, these guys know how to fuck. Our standard fuck party that we generally hold here once a month. I mean, the rules basically have always been no drugs, uh, no attitude, no condoms, no clothing. We do allow condoms now if guys want to use them. We have no problem. But 100 guys, 120 guys at the party will find two or three condoms the next morning on the floor. That's it. That's it. Well, do you want to see the new equipment and stuff we've got? Yeah. <laughs> We have three portable slings out here in the yard on the guy's left. I mean, this out. is just a, a like a, a whole grounds, you know, like an estate of fucking. It's just where is this? Is this in California? It doesn't say where it is right now. I mean, the guy giving the tour is shirtless. He's got a nipple ring. He's he's very business oriented too. Of course, but I love the, the rules. Are like no, no drugs, no drugs, no attitude, no attitude. No clothing, no condoms. There's only insisting two, on no condoms. Two or three on the floor in the next one. Yeah, but yeah. no attitude, huh? Hmm. And, and having sex outdoors, it's really kind of romantic. Yeah, I don't know if it's romantic. Now they're in the dungeon. That's well, we actually call that the fuck you. The Southern Baptist wouldn't take too kindly to that, but uh, you know, it's made exactly the right height. The little bottom boys can get on it, and the tops do their thing. So we designed it. And, uh... A fuck pew. You understand that? <clears throat> I think so. You get on your knees mm-hmm. and get fucked from behind on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah. It's been pretty popular. And generally the parties are, are split between fucking and fisting. And the fisting oh. guys will tend to stay over in this area here. Oh, okay. uh-huh. um, <laughs> and then the guys over here just for the fucking, then we'll take care of the rest of it. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm confused. Where do the fisting guys hang out? They stand basically against the east wall. He's just kind oh. of gentle. there's nothing really about that. He's just there's nothing just giving special. you that like people over here do this. Gotcha. People over there do that. Yep. One dog goes this way. One dog, one dog goes, goes that way. way. Dogs like you know. Guys like what do you want from me? I've been in the hospital three times. Whenever we spoke since then, I've been in the hospital twice. Parties are very popular, and there's no judgments made one way or the other about mm-hmm. the type of sex that the guys are going to have. and Bill will, will say that bareback didn't have anything to do with it. However, I some, somewhat disagree. But the action is pretty hot and heavy here. I mean, it starts just almost immediately. You know, I still do it. It's my choice. I enjoy it. This guy's like defending his decision to use condoms, I think. <laughs> like, I think, right. I think what he's saying is like, Bill, who's the older guy who you heard <laughs> talking, is saying like, you know, bareback is where it's at. Yeah. And the other guy's like, but I keep getting sick. And he's like, it's not from that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to be all alive and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Quit being a faggot. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, <sighs> good for them. I, I do envy the ease of uh, sexual access. I mean, gosh, what a cool scene, right? Yeah. You just show up and you're like, well, fisting's over here, fucking's over there. Like, whoa, welcome. Sucking and fucking, bro. Welcome. You know, I don't like to use a condom. There are a lot of uh, dangers to barebacking. I don't play at the parties as much as I used to because I do tend to get, get sick easier than most people. Um, and some of the diseases I have, like I said, they don't know what they are. Oh, dear. <laughs> whoa. Yeah, that's a good reason to maybe that's, use a condom. Yeah, that's a lot. Give me that hole. Come on. 
man. The party tonight is a birthday party for one of the guys. Uh, that's that's a birthday also party. one of our models. He's been in several of our videos. That's a that's a really cool birthday party. Yeah. I mean, if you're into this, what's a better Perfect. birthday party? Just you and like a hundred strangers fucking fisting each other. Yeah, I keep forgetting the fisting. Bear, Bearbagging. It's great. And uh, we're gonna set this room up so that it's we can film it. He wants us to sh- to shoot his his birthday party, um, and he's gonna be here in the the sling and. Guys will just come in and have sex with him. That's really cool. Happy birthday. I mean, I never had a birthday like that. <laughs> Me neither. I wish I did back in the day. Why was that not? We could still do it. I could still set it up where I put you in a sling and have like 200 guys ride a no, train. No, no, on no, you. no, 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 no. I want to <laughs> switch some things up a little though for my party. Wait a minute. Why? It's just legal diff- now. Well, no, I just, I'm saying for my party, mm-hmm. I'd like it to be, you know, like maybe 100 girls. Okay, but that's kind of defeats the purpose and the fun of no, no. It's still the fun. dungeon party that we're gonna. No, have. we can do it in the same place, <laughs> same rules, no drugs, no attitude, no condoms, no attitude, no yeah. condoms. Yeah. Come on, I'm sure. How many women do you think will show up for your? Oh, party? for my party, easily a couple hundred. <laughs> hey, we had all those, all those ladies volunteering <laughs> to lick my butthole. Remember? Oh yeah, it was mostly men, as I recall. I a lot recall of dudes. meeting a few ladies. Lots of dudes. A couple ladies. <laughs> One in Nashville, <laughs> one in Asheville, who both Two. came with their significant others. Two. And and their significant others were, well, one was like, what did you say? And the other one was like, yeah, she will. <laughs> wow. All, all they required was a shower. Yeah. Here's your kind of, Bare this minimum. is your lane, though. Fuck my stoma? Okay. There's uh, another place that a guy can stick his dick. We didn't uh, even think that about is that. another hole. There's yeah. so many holes. Do you think people in the South are losing their minds over this gay marriage thing? I don't think. You, I mean, I don't think you can just say the South. I mean, I think I can. I can generalize. You think the whole South? Just is all of their it. Mind? Yeah. No, I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? Like people in the South. No, that that's the, the Confederate that's, flaggy types. Well, yeah, those the, types. The, but again, I, I I don't generalize the whole South. I no, think. there are some normal places, small yeah. pockets of normalcy and rational behavior, but you know. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are not pleased. <laughs> but I don't think all Southerners. I think, no, of course. I think the... It's like one or two normal ones. I think the Southern Baptists and the... There you go. Yeah, I think they're, those Southerners. they're not really pleased by this. Yeah. Yeah. I think the governor of Texas was the one, a guy, that, you were talking about somebody in Texas earlier, that he was like, we're going we're gonna to get this right. Like, we're going <laughs> to... He's planning, I forget... He wanted some type Jeez. of appeal or injunction. That That's what I'm saying. Do you think there's going to be a lot of that nonsense? There's a lot of talk of that, but no. So no, crazy. It's, it's not. This, it's, it, I'm sure it's exactly like when they were like, we're going to desegregate these schools. People are like, well, hold on, hold, hold on. <laughs> well, wait, wait a minute. Now, hold on a second. <laughs> this is, y'all are just talking crazy talk right now. <laughs> the same fountain. What? Yeah. What's next? We're going to share toilet seats and buses. and. I found out when I... <laughs> I don't even think it was when I was in school. It was when I left high school that I went to a private high school that it was built the year that schools were desegregated in Florida. That's kind of neat, right? That is neat. Yeah. So basically, they're like, look, they're coming. They're like, we'll just build a place. (laughs) Like a fortress? Yeah. And do you know when they were desegregated in Florida? At least in this county. No. 72? Okay. 
It's, it's that's not crazy. that. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like, oh, the school was built in the fifties, and they were like, no, <laughs> school was built in like seventy two. Seventy two. Yeah, it's nothing. Like, what? That's yeah. so, it's not, I was born in seventy six. It's not that crazy. Some people Far. don't see. I don't see how they don't see the parallels between like black civil rights and gay rights. Yeah. Like I get that they're like it's not exactly the same thing, but there's a lot of parallels to of the two movements. Yeah, man. It's a so lot. bizarre. Who gives a shit? Why does anybody care about other people mar- getting married? I don't know why anybody yes, that's gives a, that's a, what I'm saying. a shit about that. Why it doesn't affect Who you. Fucking cares. And yeah. they're like, "Oh, the moral fabric of America's <laughs> disintegrating." Yeah, let them let people do what they want. Um, they also said that when birth control pills came out in the 1960s in this documentary I was watching, the pill came out and a lot of those conservatives were like, what? Well, wait a minute. Now women can act like prostitutes. Like there yeah. was a huge backlash too. Again, that's probably, that's actually a legit it's just, you know, Look at all these sluts running around now. Yeah, which is a problem. There are beavers hanging out. They got nothing to do, but they can come to my birthday party that we're about <laughs> to have. Yeah, you know you would love that ass, don't you? <laughs> Let's go back to that fuck party. Okay, open your present. There it is. <laughs> He's here. This is going to be his birthday present, I guess. They'll just kind of open these drapes and unwrap their presents. <laughs> it feels so, uh, like, kind of dark, and right? right? Like, the kind of the tone of the music is, like, slightly, this yeah. is scary. Well, Yeah. I mean, they're saying it's a birthday party, but it sounds like... Like dungeon uh, yeah. sex, yeah. Yeah. You know, different, same strokes for same folks, as Matt Bronger always says. Same strokes, same <laughs> folks. <laughs> it's going to be a wild time. Um, yeah. As you can see, it's a small room, so we're not going to be able to get the probably 12 people in here at a time. Well. And I will be 28 on the 7th of August. The craziest part of this whole fuck party thing is definitely the no condoms. Yeah. Where it's like a hundred people line up and they're like, just go for it. Wait, so this boy on his birthday, he's only 28. Are these people, do you think that he knows who are going to 120? I don't know. Facebook friends, Twitter followers. Yeah, they didn't get into that. Mike, here's the guess. No. (laughs) I think it's just, it's what it is, is it's other guys that go to fuck parties. That's who it's going to be. Okay. I don't think it's all friends. No. Wow. So it's so, it's so foreign to me. Mm hmm. Just having like a hundred dudes drop loads in you? It's so crazy. It's not that foreign to you. <laughs> you went to the University of San Francisco. Yeah, back when yeah. it was fun like this. Yeah, exactly. San Francisco. Now it's full of nerds. The University of San Francisco, a lot of people don't even know, but their uh, school song is... <laughs> Dude, when I went to college there in the 90s, it was super crazy like that. There were just gay dudes everywhere doing crazy stuff, just mm-hmm. fucking each other in the streets. Now it's just, it's all yuppies like us. It's all like 40 year old people going to Whole Foods. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, 39, Four. sorry. You're well, 47. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a few years behind you. Let's <laughs> not, not many, three. Uh, okay, so you'll be in your 40s before I turn 40. Think well, about that big, for a second. Big deal. How old are you now? Think about that for a second. You'll be Think 40. About that. Then you'll Think be 41. Duh. Then you'll be 42. Yeah. And then when you're about to turn 43, I'll turn 40. That's so? crazy. It's going to be years Babe, of you in your 40s. That's how it was when I I wouldn't even be 30. able to relate to what you're going through. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it was when I turned 30. Remember? You were still like. Yeah. I was still like 15. <laughs> 
I was like, oh my gosh, it's so weird. What's going to happen? <laughs> What's going to happen this year? I'm I don't so even young. know. I'm so young and naive. I'm so young. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not worried right now about getting anything else, like any STDs, because you should be worried. I'm going to have fun right now. Oh, no. Well, that's I don't want to have to worry about it. That, that's Hopefully, it'll be around 300 people. Hope they show up. I think you should worry. The way that he is approaching that is the way to do it, which is. I'm not going to worry about it right now because I don't want to worry about it. I'm just going to have fun and then I'll worry about it later. That's the best way to do it. You know, I envy that sort of freedom. I never had that. I never had that reckless abandon. I was so terrified of every disease. I was convinced I would just ruin my life. I always put it on the girl, you know. (laughs) I was always just like, wait, you're saying I don't have to wear a con? Okay. Like that. That's usually the, the one you shouldn't trust, right? I don't know. I guess. I mean, look, you know, now it's this many years later, but at the time, as the guy, at least in the era that I am, you know, becoming. Back in the 70s. This is before AIDS. Right. It's like, you know, all they talked about was condoms, condoms, condoms. So you're like, I got to wear a condom. Yeah. And then it's also because you're like, well, if the girl's going to want to do it, she's going to dictate that you have to wear a condom. And then you meet these unicorns that are like, condoms are for losers. And you're like, yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. And then. Yeah, when they say you didn't have to wear them. Those are the dirty girls, babe. But they're so cool. Some chicks are just Those so cool. Those are the dirty girls. They're the coolest, right? <laughs> was it, it was, were these girls that you didn't know? Like, this is the first time you fucked them and they're like, no condoms. Yeah. That's really not. I, I thought this might be people that you've had a relationship with for a month or two and then you're like, all right, I know you. <laughs> it's really funny, huh? <laughs> relationship with. No, no, no. It's just like, hey, what's your name again? Like that. <clears throat> yeah. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off. Up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming 
I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Well, I've, I've tested negative for all these diseases, so I'm assuming you have too. I've never tested. Yeah, no, you have because I just they just gave oh. me the panel. Oh, okay. Of all the tests, STDs. But my whole genetics. thing is like, why test? You know, like if you got yeah. it, you got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not testing. If you got it, you got it. If you got it, then you got it. Yeah. Well, now it's. I mean, now they've got a vaccine for genital warts, which I was what? terrified of getting. Let's go get that. I know, right? Where are we taking? The, where are we taking? I think that? we're too old. They give it to like twenty year olds now. Well, I mean, there's. We're not allowed to take it. Well, we're married, jeans. What does that mean? Do we need it? Oh, good point. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Herpes. I mean, that can be managed with pills now. Yeah. Actually, HIV people with HIV, people managed. they live like oh, yeah. into their seventies. Like they're they're, yeah. I think it costs like a motherfucker for that medication. But other I'm than sure. that, that's it. Yeah, you're fine. So yeah, big deal. What's he gonna get? That's gonna kill him. Nothing. Well, th- I think this is a. This looks like it's not. This could easily be fifteen plus years. I mean, that guy's dead for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, he's totally he's just dead. gone. Yeah, so many diseases. Oh, yeah. He was like, um, some of my diseases, they don't even know what they are. Well, we figured it out. <laughs> You're no longer crazy? with us. Can you believe yeah. uh, there's probably somebody out there that has everything? That like, has everything? Everything you can have. Don't you think? There's like one walking Petri dish, and it, it just has everything. Could be. So gross, man. Yeah. Could be, man. Fuck. Gnarly. Yeah. She's back. She just got ragingly hungry out of nowhere. That's what happens now. I wake up, I eat in the middle of the night now. You get a... Uh, <sighs> kid wants to eat. Preggy jeans. Yeah, dude. Pissing, eating all day long. Hey, we didn't uh, talk about before we got to that amazing show in Pittsburgh. We went to, uh, well, at the airport. We left. Oh, Yeah. Los Angeles, and uh, we had to, we had to connect in Detroit. It's amazing how many how few they're they're cutting back on flights everywhere, and we couldn't find a direct, or maybe the direct was sold out or something. Anyways, we had to, we had to fucking I hate connecting, man. Mm. We had to connect in uh, in Detroit to get to Pittsburgh, and we're sitting at the gate, and. Christina's facing me. We're you know we're, sit, we're seated there, and she's looking on the same side that I'm sitting on, a few seats down. She's like, "Look, look." Mm-hmm. I'm looking. And I'm like, "What's what's up?" And you go, "Isn't that who'd you see?" What's his name? Army Army. Army Army. I never remember this guy's name. Arlie Army. Arlie Army. I go, "That's that guy, dude. That's Full Metal Jacket." And you're like, "No, it's not." Well, he was he was facing away. So I saw the buzz cut and everything, and I was like, that's not him. That's just some guy. Well, I saw him, and I was like, dude, that, that could be him. Mm-hmm. But then this dude had a, like crazy suspenders with stars and stripes on him. He and had American a, flag suspenders on. And yeah. like a belt buckle with a flag on it. Yep. I'm like, there's no way he's that crazy. Turns was, out he was. his brows were on fleek, huh? They're yeah. crazy up. 
yeah. crazy. Yeah, they were really like, like yeah. explosive eyebrows. And I don't get starstruck. What if you took him to Damone Roberts? Oh, he would lose his mind. He would, right? I don't think he would like it. Yeah. No, I never get starstruck. I you don't, don't care. I've never seen you like this. No, I don't give a shit about celebrities. I But I lost my load because I think that's so funny. He's the best part of Full Metal Jacket. Right? The first half of that movie, it's him. And then the second half, nobody watches because it's too depressing. Every time he appears on screen, you get excited. Like, when you watch best. that movie, you're like, yes. He's going to say some crazy shit. I mean, here his, this is his intro scene. <laughs> and think about this. So Christina was like, I think a picture, and he saw this pretty blonde lady and was oh, like, yeah. we'll have a seat right here. And <laughs> I did not. That's what he said. Yeah, he was sweet. I was really, I didn't want to bother him. And uh, so we started talking to him about the film, of course, and I had always heard the story that, you know, he was technical advisor and when Kubrick saw him doing stuff like basically instructing other people how to be in this that he was like you're the guy but what happened was or ermy explained to us that he had done five this was his fifth film where he had done five films so he had acted <clears throat> yeah and he accepted the role as technical advisor to get his foot in the door and when they were i guess in pre-production or going into shooting the actor who was set to play this part would do some some of the you know go through some of the lines with extras because they were they were clearing extras they were saying like whether you were you could be the the a background soldier who's in who's in this training camp you know uh like your what's it called I can't even think of the word well you know what I'm saying boot camp boot camp so the the main actor would do that and then his voice would get kind of tired from it and. He would just be like, all right, I'm done for that. So they would be like, all right, well, let's get Ermi out here. He's the military guy and, and let him do it. Well, as he's doing that and he's, he's seeing who could be a soldier for boot camp to play background, he's having uh, one of Kubrick's either DP or some other person in production had some type of camcorder, you know, some type of like, and they were filming this so that Kubrick <clears throat> could watch later. And that tape is what got in Kubrick's hand after he had hired him as technical advisor and saw him barking at everybody. Mm -hmm. And the next day, they brought him into the production office, and Kubrick was like, you should be this. You should play the guy. Mm -hmm. And then what this guy said, this is the part that impressed me the most, is that he said he took the script and rewrote like all the dialogue, which in my mind, just I just never imagined, especially with a Stanley Kubrick movie, that he would allow that to happen to any part. Yeah, because I, I asked him that when I was sitting next to him. I go, I heard that you wrote, that was all you, like that was from your experience um, in the military. And he's like, yeah, they gave me the script. It was some Hollywood bullshit, didn't make any sense. So I just went ahead and rewrote everything. That's what he said. To yeah. Me. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I so brought cool. it up again when we were on the the, the bridge there, walking oh, yeah. to the plane. And he said that um, that he was like, mm, you know, nobody would say this. Nobody talks like this. Yeah. This doesn't make sense. So he hand wrote out everything that he was going to say. It's so cool. And they put it all in the script. Yeah, I believe that. It's kind of like when you watch movies about stand-up comedy, mm -hmm. and you're like, that would never. Like I remember the movie Punchline. Tom Hanks 
they have lockers in the green room, and you're like, yeah. what stand-up comedy club do they give comics lockers? Yeah, you checking in for work, bro? Yeah, yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah. I imagine it, it would just probably enraged him to see like some fucking punk doing the part. Who was his buddy for that? Who was the comic? Barry Sobel. That was the guy in that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, that was so retarded. That movie was so inaccurate. Yeah. God damn it. But anyway, uh, I got to ask him, I asked him about that, and then um, I was like, where do you live? I won't say where he lives, but it's definitely off the grid. Like, yeah. he's one of those people who's like, he doesn't do cities. It's not Beverly Hills. <laughs> like, he keeps a 100. He's straight cray-cray off the grid, yeah, yeah. which is cool. I love that stuff. He might not be a big fan of the gay marriage getting passed. <laughs> Who knows, man? <laughs> You know, but he's worked in Hollywood enough. He's well, probably been around. I don't think it's not the definition of it. It's so funny. I wonder if he has a wife. Mm. Well, here is some Arlie Army from Full Metal Jacket, which if you've never seen, it's just, it's a tremendous film. Everything that Kubrick made really was pretty pretty special. And this character is amazing. The, the film's great. I mean, this is a guy that was... <clears throat> destined to play this part. I am Gunnery Sergeant Hartman, your senior drill instructor. From now on, you will speak only when spoken to. And the first and last words out of your filthy sewers will be, <laughs> sir. Do you maggots understand that? Sir, yes, sir. Bullshit, I can't hear you. Sound off like you got a pair. Sir, yes, sir. If you ladies leave my island, if you survive recruit training, you will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are pukes. You are the lowest form of life on earth. You are not even human fucking beings. You are nothing but unorganized, grabastic pieces of amphibian shit. Because I am hard, you will not like me. But the more you hate me, the more you will learn. I am hard, but I am fair. There is no racial bigotry here. I do not look down on niggers, kites, wops, or greasers. Here you are all equally worthless. And my orders are to weed out all non-hackers who do not pack the gear to serve in my beloved car. Do you maggots understand that? It's so great. It's Amazing. so great. He was so in top shape, too. Like, you you see him and you're like, that's, that's that guy, dude. His fucking washboard stomach yep. and the, his posture is perfect. He's the real deal. He's got some show now, he said, all right, Travel Channel. Yeah, he said that um, some show, the new show is like Mail Call, which was um, a show he had for a while. That Was on, was it on Travel? No, it was on like Nat I'm Geo sure. or something. Okay, okay. But this new one's coming back, uh, or it's, 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 he said it's like that, but he said it's better. Um, I didn't, and our buddy Sean Quinn worked on Mail Call with him. Do you know that? Oh, yeah? I didn't know that. Yeah, I forgot what his gig was there, but he worked with him. Yeah, dude. I was so happy to meet that guy. I really could give a fuck about anybody in show business, but what he was so special. You know, that movie really transformed me as a person. I feel like that was one of the first movies I saw, like, in high school that I really thought was super funny, you know? And you're like, oh, this is wrong, but it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just listen to this, his parts over and over, and oh, it's so great. It, there's, it's, it's ridiculous. Bullshit, I can't hear you. No, yes, sir. What's your name, scumbag? <laughs> sir, Private Brown, sir. Bullshit, from now on, you're Private Snowball. Do you like that name? Sir, yes, sir. Well, there's one thing that you won't like, Private Snowball. They don't serve fried chicken and watermelon <laughs> on a daily basis in my mess hall. Sir, yes, sir. That you, John Wayne? Is this me? Who said that? Oh, I pronounced Who the fuck said that? 
Who's the slimy little communist shit twinkle toed cocksucker down here who just signed his own death warrant? By the way, yeah, I I I told him I was like, dude, you're so funny that you're the funniest person. Twinkle Toes, and he says it. He repeated that part to me. He's like, yeah. "Communist Twinkle Toes, cocksucker," and I was like, "Yes." Which is crazy that he wrote that. <laughs> he rattled it off. You know, you're thinking that he, yeah, just let, read what the right. No, he wrote that. <laughs> and so that's because he did it that way. I was telling Top Dog that we met him. Yeah, and uh, he started bring up. Forget. I got. I got to get him. I got to get him to tell me again stuff that his drill sergeant said because because oh he was God. like, he said that he loves the guy. That he was so accurate that you know he's like oh yeah our, you know our drill sergeant said shit this and that it was um it was really funny uh you know I yeah I I texted him I said I said here's I sent him the picture of you and him yeah I said it's Arlie Ehrman he goes he goes oh he is the best of all time yeah he's the best I said for sure and he goes I love him this is, <laughs> this is the tax exchange yeah and I go me too never seen Christina happier. She was over the moon meeting him. He's so funny in that movie. Um, this is why I text him. And then he responds, did you tell him your dad ate gooks for breakfast? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dad. And I go, uh, there was a lot of people around, so no. Yeah. No, we told him. Don't worry. Yeah. So he was funny, real, dude. real happy about that. Yeah. Um, That's top dog. There you go. Good times. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Nobody, huh? The very fucking godmother said it. I'm fucking standing. I will PT you all until you fucking die. <laughs> I'll PT you until your assholes are sucking buttermilk. Was it you, you scroungy little fuck, huh? Sir, no, sir. You little piece of shit, you look like a fucking worm. I bet it was you. Sir, no, sir. Sir, I said it, sir. That's Matthew Modine. Yeah. He sounds well, like he's two. No shit. What have we got here? <laughs> a fucking comedian. Private joker. I admire your honesty. Hell, I like you. You can come over to my house and fuck my sister. Punches him. You little scumbag. I got your name. I got your ass. You will not laugh. You will not cry. You will learn by the numbers. I, I will teach, teach you. you. Now get up. Get on your feet. You had best yeah, unfuck so yourself or I will unscrew your head and check down your neck. Sir, yes, sir. Private Joker, why did you join my beloved court? Sir, to kill, sir. So you're a killer. Sir, yes, sir. Let me see your war face. Sir, you got a war face? Ah, that's a war face. No. 
Fuck, that's good. It was a war face. I, I could just watch this whole fucking movie. I know. This is going to be the episode where you just play a movie. I know. How terrified would you be to have Gunnery Sergeant Hartwin? I would, oh I would not God. fuck with him. I can't believe that uh, Private Joker has the nerve to fuck with him. I would I think never it's be able the kind to of thing dude. you immediately regret. <laughs> 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 I think you immediately are like, oh, I'm cry when he came over. Uh, oh man! Um, I also had some neat plane things happen. I was coming home uh, from Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and uh, I was on one of those small Barbie planes. And uh, I, you know, I'm like, I should, I should pee. And I look, and an old dude gets up, and he is in the one bathroom. For just ever, dude, for so long. Yep. Long enough to where there's now a line forming for the bathroom. There's a Chinese lady. She gets up and then... Does the Chinese part have something to do with this? I just didn't like her. I felt like I wanted to like her more. Mm-hmm. And I just, I do feel like... It, it did bother me, her, her Asian-ness. I feel like... Really? Something about her. I forget why it was relevant. But well, something like, about her is a different statement than her Asian-ness. Yeah. Because I wanted her to be like our special Thai lady. Oh. You know, two gentlemen. But she wasn't nice like her. Like, I think we had just discussed that lady, and so. What is a maze? What is a maze? Is that I go to the bathroom next. <laughs> I go to the bathroom next. And I was hoping she was nice like that lady, but she wasn't. Anyways. So you're not, dis- you're not upset by her Asian-ness. No, I you just were, had ex- expectations. You, were, you had expectations. So anyways, there's a line forming. There's the Asian lady, Ugh. an old lady, and me. No, no, no. A young lady and then me. Okay? Mm-hmm. So an old lady, an Asian lady, a pregnant lady. We're all waiting to piss. But fucking old man's in there taking a dump. He finally gets his ass out. And I'm like, thank God. Let's go. And then the Asian lady goes in. And now she takes a long shit. You know what happened? I was like, what's going on here? (laughs) She sensed that you were disappointed in her. Because she wasn't like the MILF. She wasn't the 60 plus MILF. Fuck. So she was like. I'm farting on you haters. (laughs) Yeah. She farted on all our haters. Yeah. Who does that? You nasty. You got to shit on a plane. It wasn't even that long of a flight. It was like an hour and change. Mm-hmm. Dude, who holds it for that? Yeah. Why don't you shit at the airport, bro? Hold it. Come on, bro. But seriously, Jeans, have you shit on a fucking hour and change flight? Hour and change, no. There's no, there's emergencies sometimes where you're like, yeah, I got I got a fucking... Emergency, but two emergencies in a row? Yeah, no. What, do old people have to shit on emergency? Like, May, how old were these two people? This elderly gentleman was probably 76 or something. Oh, yeah. Him you can't blame. Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. like, I got a shit. Yeah, yeah. This is, I, 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 I just happened. I, I can't control it. Yeah, that guy yeah. just has. But was she elderly? She was older. She was in her 50s, I'd say. Nah, she can hold that shit. <laughs> she can hold that shit. Yeah, why are you dumping on a small plane, asshole? You pointed something out. To God. me, uh, this weekend Fury. after you went back home. Hi, I'm Kim Ann. <laughs> Hi. I am a model mm-hmm. for 60 plus MILFs. You said hmm. we didn't give this clip no. its due justice. Much like the Jules Ventura clip, uh, I feel like there are some. Clips that you open like a fine wine, you let breathe, mm-hmm. you come back to them, mm-hmm. and they reveal themselves to you. Yeah. 
I feel like I wasn't ready for this. I wasn't ready for it the first time I heard it. Right. And then I gave it a thorough listen, and I found so much more. So much more. I mean... So much more. We were kind of blown away by what, you know, what we heard in those first few moments... And we kind of parked it there, right? Right. But there's, there's a lot more going on here. And by the way, it's not 60 plus MILF. You're a GILF if you're over 60. Uh, yeah, that's it's true. It's not a MILF, bitch. Bitch, you ain't no MILF. But what happens is Get these guys lie. are no idiots. They're, they're, they're good marketing guys <laughs> yeah. in the porn business. And they know that the term MILF is much more popular and, and used. <laughs> so they go, just call it 60 plus MILF. Yeah. So that MILF comes up when you're searching for that. You know? Oh. Look These at guys you. are not dummies. Look at you and your porno brain. Smart. Yeah. Now I'm 63 years of age. This is my second time around here. And surprisingly, I have an experience with two, two young gentlemen. gentlemen who have a really, really huge penis. Mm-hmm. And they truly satisfy me. If you wish to know about my life, yes. no. Kiman was born and raised in Thailand. And on the age of 16, Plural. Um, I worked really hard to um, get the one-way tickets Plural. to Illinois. From there, I did two master's degrees mm. in art and marketing and being a fashion designer for several years. Okay. And right now, my heart and my soul is ability to... Pornography. Teach mm-hmm. yoga, yoga in education, health, and wellness field. That's a lot of stuff. And yeah, presently, attempting like one of these days... I will become, hopefully, to become a doctor. No. And at the same time, I'm pursuing Ayurveda doctor online. Ayurveda doctor? And what is that? Oh, that is. What is Ayurveda doctor? Ask Steven Seagal. She's got the same resume. That he well, has. Ayurveda doctor, something I've been doing for about 43 years. It's the type of doctor that can just cure you with sunlight. Maybe she's like Brazzo. Stares at you and comes all over your face? Yeah. Absolutely taken me to many terms. And one of those is ability to explore and truly bring the awareness of sexually speaking and ability to really reach inside of me to realize that there's other part of me that at this point a lot of my parents and my family still not know that why would they want to know your sexuality and during the time that they shouldn't I did video i have experiencing with a woman with a young man 21 years of age mm-hmm. with two gentlemen <laughs> two? especially gentlemen. what is amazed amazed is i was able to take yeah. a really really hard Long penis into yeah. my Where? vagina, okay, as and? well as well, my. What do you call? What do you call that? Rectum. Yeah. And there is so many adventure within me during this past ten months. So this is kind of where we parked it last time. We were just like, well, that's that. <laughs> we tapped out too early. And what's really neat is that we actually went to see this clip on 60plusmills.com. Yeah. Well, there's um, there's a few clips of her. 
Um, but she, this, the scenario that she's describing with two gentlemen, we got to see that scene. Right. It's two called, gentlemen. there's two names for it, actually. The scene is here twice. One's called Two Cocks for an Asian Wife's Asshole. <laughs> and, and then they also call it Hot Cocks for, uh-huh. Hot for Cocks in Her Ass. Sorry. Sorry. You don't want to get that wrong. I don't want to get that wrong. Wow. They're not small. I'll say that. No. They're not small cocks in her. But the way she describes it on YouTube, it sounds so civilized. And then you click on it, you're like, oh, this is just porn. Like the yeah. way she makes it sound like I had an amazing experience with two yeah. gentlemen. Here it is. And you're like, no, you didn't. When she filmed it. Hi, I'm Kimen. This is her no, actual bitch. porn clip. We're sitting with the first time with two young men and they have big Oh boy! Wow, it's a totally different Kim Lon here. Kim on. I don't even. I don't even know who this person is. She used to be a tour guide and trek the Himalayas. It says. (laughs) Wow, she's done everything. Jill of all trades, and now she pedals come. Wow, sixties. She said. Kim, who's married and now lives in that she's married, cool. Told us, I love to get fucked in the ass. Okay. When it happens, I feel super good, but I've never had two men fuck my ass. Okay. That is something very special that I am looking forward to. That is special. That's in the like the blurb next to the video. Yeah, let your family know about that. Really treat me very special. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. That's uh, Kim on. So the video, though, continues. Her her safer work video continues this way. I know that you'll be happy to <laughs> come and take a look at my clips and video, and you will see that is a real thing. Oh, I the saw that. It is a real of, thing. I saw um, anal sex oh. or rectum sex. I just discovered maybe five years ago. At first, I'm kind of hesitant to be able to experience it. But when you get to know how to do it. See, I I feel that a lot of times gentlemen out there (laughs) are still not being very diplomatic about this. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's part of your body, and it's part of the the wife's or the girlfriend. Just need a little bit encouragement. You know, I I found that why is it's not a successful to insert it a hard or soft penis into the rectum. Wait, what? What's the sentence being said here? I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. It's hard to follow. At the why, and then the why is it's not hard to diplomatically insert it. I think she's saying a lot of gentlemen they don't take their time. Oh, it takes time, and you can't just ram it in her rectum. Well, how much would you love to see Arlie Ermy fuck her? <laughs> Or have a conversation with her. That would be really great. It would be. I think they'd be a match made in heaven. Yeah. I will skull fuck you. 
Maybe the prep work is not quite there yet.、Yeah. I found that if the woman is able to open up just a little bit, and perhaps the gentleman, gentleman, the gentleman or you can also help too. Lubrication is absolutely lubrication.、Mm-hmm. To be able to start, and the woman should be able to open up and try、mm. to wiggle herself in. All right. I feel so. She's giving really、it's、good、intense. advice there, though. Yeah, it's actually instructional. Lube, you need lubrication,、mm-hmm. and you have to wiggle yourself in. Gentlemen, gentlemen. She only has sex with gentlemen. Gentlemen. Those two savages in the video didn't look like gentlemen, though. You don't think so? Nope, they just look like porn guys to me. You don't think they were gentlemen? She lives in a whole other planet. Her her reality is not the same one that we share. Welcome to VietnamesePop101.com. Thai food hub tiếng Việt.、Oh, the fastest, easiest, and most fun way to learn Vietnamese. Oh no! Xin chào. Oh jeez, <laughs> sounds terrible. Um, Jesus Christ! I heard Farsi being spoken aloud today when I was having lunch. I'm like, this、language. is not a romance language. That is a fucking terrible sounding language. <laughs> <laughs> it's not pretty. Really? No, it's not cute. I don't think I've actually heard that in a long time. No, like、um, I grew up in the San Fernando Valley.、Uh, Vietnamese, not same thing. Not not such a romance language. Farsi, not so much. German.、Hmm. Hungarian definitely not a romance language. Let's see. Russian, Ukrainian, not. Portuguese is beautiful. Spanish, Italian. Hmm. Is this Farsi? Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> There you go. See, nice that is. It's a lullaby. <laughs> mm, beautiful. Well, he was singing it. It was nice. But I'm bosha. Bahala chadukh durk duk. No, that's what I heard. Bahala chadukh 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 chadukh. What do you think of the?、Uh, Bizzy plus milk. Asa, what's you your least favorite one? Wiggle it in. What language? Yeah, Middle Eastern is pretty horrendous to my ear. The whole region, just all of it. Yeah, anything like that, it makes me really un- at、uh, unease.、Oh. Yeah, like Arabic, not a fan. No, don't want to hear that. It's terrifying.、Hmm. What's your? <laughs> Sorry, that was. What's、loud. your least favorite? I don't know. That one's pretty.、Um, it's aggressive just, sound. Yes, it sounds harsh. Awaltish. Hala hala hala. Expression. Tabir. Oh boy. Yeah. Hmm. Here's、uh, probably another song. علمنا نعم ولا حان الوقت لنطلب شيئا هو نقول. Lutfan, Lutfan. Hmm. I don't know. Please. 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 What is this? إذا حصلنا على ما نريد، وربما نود أن نقول شكرا. نقول 
Shukran. Shukran. I've heard Shukran before. Thank you. Shukran. But that doesn't sound as harsh as what it sounds like sometimes when it's spoken, you know, full speed shit. Yeah, like, like, you know, when you see people yelling that shit in the streets growing up. Yeah. Persians yelling. Persians just yelling. Israelis too. They love to yell in my apartment uh, building I grew up in. They're always screaming, Abba! Ladin! Hala, 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 hala! From like the pool area, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's the building I grew up in. That doesn't sound that bad, though. Honestly, I think it's I think it's more for me Farsi. Like I said, because growing up in an apartment complex with a lot of Persians, mm-hmm. they would just scream that shit across the, the Farsi courtyards. or Arabic. No, no, no. Farsi, Farsi. Oh. I grew up with uh, listening to that stuff. Okay. But uh, it sounds the same to me. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> sounds the same to me. <laughs> I, don't have a, I don't have an ear for those languages, you know. Like you, you, but you, you play me some Eastern European shit, I can tell you. Yeah, like, it doesn't even sound like language, right? Yeah, that's... Uh... It's quite a bit. It's intense. Yeah, it's intense. What are your What's your least favorite sounding language? Um, uh, you know, I think Italian always sounds really fucking shit. <laughs> no, that's like that. Um, a lot of the, yeah, I mean that that stuff like Farsi and stuff that sounds pretty. It just sounds so. It's so removed from what actually your Eastern block shit. It's crazy sounding, it's crazy right? Crazy sounding. Yeah. And not pleasant. No. No. Hungarian doesn't sound pleasant whatsoever no. to me. Ukrainian, Russian sounds yeah, really those, bad to those me, too. Sound... And that's my tribe, guys. Yeah, that's... I can talk some shit here. Oh, God. You want to talk some shit? I can talk some shit. Yeah. It's, um... It's beautiful. I don't know. You want me to sing for you? Oh. <sighs> No, it's not nice. It's oh, really not right. Kinaka Samekek. Have you um Kalan Versen Ben Vettem Resis Egisol Nyotzik and Vegastam? Ben Yepkent Salzburg bot Austria Borkas Jalovilatva Shikloanyva Kozlekadva Yutni Monacoba at the Nyotzas kilometer Stavot Lake Monaba which is a gyakorlatban a versenyben ez kb. 1500 kilométert ez ki. You don't like that? No. He's talking about distances. I can't know the numbers. He's talking about how far. Russian doesn't sound nice. No, it's terrible. Yeah, I don't it's like all that. terrible. Basically, oh, English. German, too. That's a really popular language. People yeah. always say, I never like the way that sounds. Never. It's not it. romantic. Yeah. It's pretty harsh, yeah? Yeah, I think German sounds the more um, just har- more harsh. It is, yeah. You know, ich habe drei Jahre studiert auf Hafengaben. Yeah, ich habe meine. Um, I'm trying to think of a good. Let me see if this has German spoken in it. Immer eine sichere und laufende yeah. Einladung. It sounds horrifying, right? Yeah. So werden sich mit Sicherheit innerhalb Europas Even with this pleasant music? Landwirtschaftliche Produktionsschwerpunkte. Produktionsschwerpunkte. 
In dem Industrieland Deutschland wird sich aufgrund der Bevölkerungsdichte und Marktnähe die
and uh you know pentagon was hit and i was going to work and it was such an overwhelmingly sad just profound traumatic day like you know it was like war had begun just i was so overwhelmed and then you see ashley banfield covering this horrific story i just remember wanting to come on her glasses i knew it i knew you were gonna say that and i knew you were gonna say that and i was like what an interesting (sighs) like kind of shift in the way that i feel today yeah you know from being sad and horrified and scared and then just wanting to 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 cover her jizz like cover but don't you think everybody felt that way which is why she was so popular and why the specs appeal line was launched (laughs) yeah yeah by the way do you know do you know we haven't even brought it up why all the time that that goes back i think to yoshi it's all yoshi's fault but we never brought up that that porn that ended up i got that porn (laughs) from dave attell right when i did a weekend with him right and then it came to our house but the way it traces back yeah was was to yosh yeah originally and even david tell was like a buddy i can't hang with this what did he say coming on glasses he's like it's too much for me bro no i don't think it was too much for him he was just like not into it not into specs appeal and then he gave away specs appeal yeah wow yeah. Do we still have that? No, those are long gone. We have different ones. Yeah, we still have some. Yeah, they ended up in my drawer, and then I was like, why are they in my drawer? Remember, I was like, we never actually pop DVDs in anymore. Yeah, who watches porn? They, I probably should have thrown them out. I left them in that. Oh, they're in our attic. Yeah. Cool. Someone's going to well, find them. Move them into the new office. Yeah. Maybe those could be welcome gifts for the new for the tenants. It's a really good idea. Like we walk around and we're like, "Hi, I'm Tom. I'm Christina. Have this free porn." You like glasses? You like come? This has both. <laughs> so lame. So here is the lovely Ashley Banfield, uh, still wearing glasses. She knows what what the people want to see. And this was when she was delivering that news, I believe, or it was just. It had just, yeah, the news had just basically broken. Same-sex marriage is legal. And pay attention to the background audio. Not for some states who still are digging in because there is the issue, and I'm going to apologize for the language, but it is a it is a pretty excited air out here. Uh, there is the issue of Religious Freedom Restoration Act, state to state. Go to break and be right back. About fucking That's the best. Uh, it is about fucking time. It's it's like really, yeah. How many? This should have been done ages ago. That guy was fired up. What can you say? Super to Super fired up. No one can say anything to him. She should interview that guy. Yeah, I like to hear his take on it. And then he just jizzes on her glasses at the end. Uh, uh, Ashley. Actually, I'm gay, but those glasses. Oh <laughs> shit. Oh, stupid. God, he does the flick. Again. All right. You know what I saw a lot of, too, at the airport that I was not a fan of? Mm. Summertime sandals. And and I'm not talking normal sandals. I'm talking like the ultra Jesus hiking Birkenstock smelly foot sandal. (laughs) The Franciscan monk sandals? Yeah. Bri Bri has a pair of those. Of course he does. Your cousin has one. And this nasty motherfucker 
slipped that shit off on the plane next to me. I was like, ugh, you nasty. His foot all half out. Yeah. Ugh. You know those smells. Of course. The they look like they smell. Of course. In the summertime, motherfucker, you going to take off your sandal on, the, on, 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 on a plane? You shouldn't wear them. But what's the bigger rule is you don't take those off in, 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 a, in a closed space. It's crazy. The only thing crazier than that is the uh, is like you know, ba- almost any food. Like the most you should bring onto a plane if you're not a fucking asshole is like a sandwich. You know, a sandwich, yeah, odorless, like yeah, a turkey it, sandy, a turkey sandy. Nobody's yeah. gonna know. McDonald's even maybe a, a salad, but then what you really got to worry about is the mm, dressing, onions, it, yeah, well, eggs. but dressings are more potent. You yeah, know, in that area. yeah, it's like. People have zero consideration for it's so disgusting. the surroundings, you know? It's so disgusting. I know. This guy brought like P.F. Chang's on. It's yeah. like, dude, you know what that's going to smell like? In he- in a restaurant, you don't notice it. It's like, but in this tight, fucking pressurized capsule, you know what that's going to smell like, it's man? It's recycled air. Everybody's smelling oh. your shit, you nasty motherfucker. If fast food smells like, really, you could really see what it smells like on a plane. It smells like dog shit. I know. It's like, have you ever um, eaten McDonald's in your car? Right. And then you come back different. and you're like, ew, this smells like poo. Right. You don't notice it until you're in a tight space. But McDonald's doesn't smell good after the fact. Like, it smells good when it's hot, and then when it cools down, it smells like garbage. You can smell it exactly in your farts, too. <laughs> You really can. You eat fast food. McDonald's fart, specifically. Yeah. yeah, one of my buddies said that that he <laughs> farted in front of his wife. She's always on him for easy how he eats. And she goes, yeah. You had McDonald's today. And he was like, What? Wow. She goes, You did, didn't you? And he was like, Yeah. She goes, Yeah, because he farted. She smelled it in his fart. Wow. Isn't that crazy? We gotta get that girl on our show. Yeah. Decode the mysteries of our farts. Pretty crazy. I can't believe you and I farted the same smell fart today. Yeah. That's the first time that's ever happened where we both farted and it smelled exactly the same. By the way, I went to One-Eyed Betty's in Pontiac Sunday night. Yeah. It's really fucking good food. What is that, a porno place, One-Eyed Betty's? Yeah, it's like a place you jerk off and then they feed you while you're jerking off. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Like a hundred guys come in. hundred guys. There's, here's basic <laughs> rules, you know, no drugs, no attitude. No assassin. Yeah, Just good no food, clothes. Good jerking. No condoms. And then, but good food. Good food. And that's really what we pride ourselves on is that you're going to uphold your end of the deal, but we're going to feed you, you know? <laughs> I really think, back to the sandals, that they should outlaw them. And I, I'm not talking just don't fucking come crying to me. But I had the nice sandals. I'm talking about the hyper sandal. Yeah. And I see them here, too, in our neighborhood. I just saw a bunch today. Especially when you see women wearing them. It's like, bro, you've given up. Oh, both you, both sexes both have given se- yeah. up. Yeah. You're done. You don't want anybody touching your And garage. I feel like with a lady too. God, as ugly. a lady you have so many more cool sandal options like, you know, oh, yeah. a man's options for sandals are like there's the athletic like the Nike Adidas ones that are kind of like you just strap through. There's no there's no what is it? Thong. There's no, you know what I mean? Splitting the big toe and the next one. So there's there's that and then there's your classic sandal um, you flip flop, you know, and then there's these whack ass sandals. For a woman, the sandal options are everything I listed and a hundred other designs. Yeah. Why the fuck are you picking the one that is repulsive? <sighs> well, it's because you want to shut it down. We've had this conversation. Oh yeah, you it's want the woman to stop like, having Let's shut it down. Stop fucking and stop and and stop welcoming advances. <laughs> 
That's it. There's things you can do to stop welcoming the advances. Yeah, it's like, I'm going through menopause. Don't touch me. I've got my sandals on. These sandals speak for me. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. seriously, the thought, like they look so comfortable, and I know that's the argument. Of course. It's like, God, but they're so comfortable. Yeah, but they look like hell. I mean, sweat, they look bad. Pajamas are super comfortable. Yeah, sweatpants all day, every day are comfortable. No, but you make the decision not to. Why? Because you have a little bit of self-respect. Yeah, there's things it's, that I have that that's super comfortable. I'm not going to wear that right now because I'm going out. Yeah. I want to look, you know, somewhat dignified. It's bad. It's 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 bad. Do I look homeless? Yeah, sometimes. I, I'm I'm kind of like. Uh, all right, hold on. Sometimes. You were saying that sometimes I look homeless. I was um, yeah, most of the time. Yeah, because I was. I I thought I dressed up. I didn't dress up, but I thought I dressed okay to go look at a car because mm-hmm. we're gonna get a. It's not. We're not getting a car like now. But I like. I like cars and I like shopping. You know, I like test driving. Cars. You like that whole process that I I loathe. Right, because I shopping I've always cars. loved cars. Yeah. So when I went to this store, store dealership um the guy was like this is pretty expensive i was like okay and he goes so (laughs) what were you wearing i was wearing a new brand new collared white short sleeve button down black shorts but like they're you know whatever they're just black but not like not workout shorts like with pockets and then black shoes I mean, I don't know. It just didn't seem like I was like, do I? Look? I purposely didn't go in like a t-shirt. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll you know, I'll look presentable. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, it's it's a pretty nice vehicle. It's also got a it's got a pretty nice price tag on it. And I was like, so can I not look at it? And he was like, yeah, okay. Like, are you sure you know what you're doing here? Like, yeah, man. And then I was, he goes, do you wanna do you wanna test drive this one? Or like one of the like more base models. <laughs> I was like, God damn. You're like pretty woman. Yeah. And I was she like. She shopping. Hmm. Like, I know how. The only thing that I was more upset about was that I wasn't doing it that day. As opposed, you know what I mean? Like, I, I was upset that I was like, if this would have been the, the day I was actually doing this, I would have, um, it would have felt so good to like lease it or whatever that day. From but, that guy? No, not from that guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah, but I still was like, I mean, does he just go like, oh, this guy's homeless? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all in your beard. It's usually yeah. in your, um, you know, you you don't like to shower a lot. Excuse me. I oh was showered. <laughs> I was fully showered. I was showered. I was presentable. Sometimes sometimes you're like, you just roll out of bed and I we go to the doctor. I'm more or... surprised just because we've talked about this before in L.A., like, Dude, a billionaire could be wearing sandals and a t-shirt. You yeah, know? look at Kevin Smith. The guy wears a, a hockey jersey yeah. or whatever around and, town. Yeah, believe me, he can buy Super your Super successful, car. yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, but that's the beauty of the West Coast, man. You, you don't know. It doesn't yeah. matter. There's like it's almost, it's almost more garish to be flashy. It's almost like on the West Coast, if you are flaunting your shit, people yeah. are like, what is wrong with you, yeah. loser? You're right. You got to keep it low key, man. That's yeah, the t-shirt cooler. and jeans guy can literally be yeah. like the richest guy. Look at Mark Cuban. That guy's always wearing like a white t-shirt and fucking jeans. Yeah, a lot of. He yeah. doesn't care. 
Yeah, he can afford a car or two also. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my they gosh. They were saying that on that show on uh, Shark Tank. I love Shark Tank. His net worth is higher than everybody else's combined of the regular <laughs> cast members. It. Like um, <laughs> That's funny. Dame, what's the guy's name? The black guy, Damon. Is it Damon? Yeah, I forget. Yeah. And the, the short hair blonde woman. And I love her. the bald guy. I can't remember anyone's name. Mr. Wonderful. Yeah, him. And then the, the guy with like, you know, the good hair on the far end. The Polish guy. Yeah. The Polish, he yeah. is, he's wealthier than all of them combined. That's so funny. I read his book on success. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> it's like a pamphlet. It's like 20 pages. It's one of those thin little it's things. It's basically all about being competitive. Yeah. His whole thing is like, just work harder. Well, his whole thing is, work no, hard. his whole thing is winning. Because, like, a lot of those guys thrive. Like, if you're not, if you, the best athletes are super competitive, but they also have the talent for that sport. Mm -hmm. Business guys, a lot of them, a lot of them loved sports, but they're not good enough athletes, but they take that competitiveness into business. Yeah. And Cuban is the best example of it. He views business, like, he doesn't need to work to, like, pay bills. He, he works because he wants to beat you. He wants to be the guy that, that beat somebody else. Yeah. I won. I got this deal. Yeah. I, I crushed the competition in this yeah. you know, sector of my business. Yeah. That I can totally understand. I feel super competitive sometimes in our business. Like it'll be like I'll be like, <clears throat> that's fucked that that person got that. I'm going to try to you know, beat that person. Yeah. But I think competitiveness can be good because it kind of helps you identify what you really want to do. Very true. Because sometimes you'll, I'll be jealous of somebody and then I'll be like, oh, wait. Well, that's because I want to do that. And then, because yeah. if you don't want to do something someone else has, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's, it can help. It can be helpful. Yeah, Mark Cuban. And it's basically like, I work harder than anybody. You're celebrating yeah. Christmas. I'm working. You're doing Thanksgiving with your shitty family. I'm working. And like, he's just working. If you like that, then that's for you. Yeah, if you if you want to have no life, um, uh, Russell Simmons likes to just say "Do you?" Do you, man? I read his book too. It's like a pamphlet. Too. I saw a tweet of his that actually, I, it's the kind of thing you know when you're like, "That's so true." I actually like the message so much. It's something I've, I've spoken this message before to friends, you know, like in conversation. But when I saw it written this way, I think it's something that everybody should do in life to be happy. And that is the the quote was practice loving everyone and everything, but only surround yourself with people who lift you up. Oh yeah. So the message there is be positive Mm -hmm. towards everyone and all types and everything. And fart on your haters. And well, just don't be around negativity. Like in other words, even if someone's kind of whatever, you'd be positive. But surround yourself with people that celebrate you. The winners. Yes. And yeah. Celebrate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. I like that. I like that message a lot. Yeah. People need sense. to hear that. That's a good message. That is a good message. Um, we got an email about two shorts, Calvin reference. And as soon as I read it, I was like, <laughs> man, that's... I couldn't believe that I forgot it. And here's the, uh, here's the, the song. It's from Getting It. Which what, at the time? Which album he, is this off of? This is uh, I think the album is getting it also. Love it. Um, <clears throat> but the crazy thing was, I remember in this song, he's like, "This is the final album." 
and since this album he's probably put out like this was his 10th album yeah. he probably put out uh eight more albums well he's gonna claim that he invented that shit just like he invented you know blow the whistle or whatever bitch saying biatch well i know it's, it's pretty smart marketing move right but this is it man it's the last album yeah but then i'm gonna this do is, eight more albums this is the last podcast where we're gonna do guys this is the last one ever Here's the Calvin line. My whole crew blow up, so get yours and buy my new album. Keep the game and don't be like Calvin. Get everything you want, get real. Like Calvin and Yeah, Hobbs. and I was like, hmm. And then as soon as I was like, ah, oh, of course. The Calvin making it reference is, in my opinion, and this guy is correct, referring to Calvin from the McDonald's commercials. Mm-hmm. Calvin was an inner city black kid that got himself a jobby job at Mickey D's. Everywhere he went, people kept telling him congrats on getting the job, although there were thugs around. Even the old ladies blocked his walk paths and bothered him. In a way, it's like everyone was harassing him because he decided to work at Mickey D's, but he shrugged it off and smiled when no one else was looking. And he wrote, I think Chappelle had a sketch about Calvin on the, sh- uh, the show as well. It was like, hey, Calvin, heard you got a job. Good for you. <laughs> That's um, and Brett sent that in. He's right. Brett sent that in. It's, uh, it was definitely in reference um, to Calvin. I don't remember this commercial. Was this like the 80s? Oh, yeah. Let's see. Let me, I don't uh, remember Calvin. I don't have it ready, but let's see. I watched a lot of TV in the 80s. Make that, here it is. I miss that. McDonald's ad. Well, um, good for Calvin. I wonder. I wonder if he made manager by now. What's up, Jake? What up? Where's Calvin? At the job, man. What? He's still flipping those burgers at Mickey D's. There's your order. Thanks, Calvin. He's not tired of that yet. Could be kicking it with us. Mm-hmm. Having big, big fun. He says he has a plan, man. Meet the newest member of our management team, Calvin. Congratulations, All right, Calvin. Calvin. Man, All right, manager, Calvin. dude. I'm part of the management team now, mama. Oh, baby, I'm so proud of you. It was like, it's not whack to work here. That's the message. But the message is like, it doesn't suck. (laughs) You're you're, you're making a fight. (laughs) Don't wear my boy too hard now. Yeah, you're right. Because he does wear some fresh clothes. Oh, and they're like, see, Uh, you'll be able to buy cool shit. Minimum wage job. Yo, Calvin. Yo, Calvin. Welcome to the hood. May we help you? <laughs> so, not much. Well, I'm out. Hey, yo, yo, Calvin. What's the one in that job thing? Oh, man. Oh, and then one of the guys that was making fun of him was like, can you give me a job, man? Oh. <laughs> or a friend of mine. Sure. Uh, and then and Calvin was nice. He was like, yeah, come inside. I'll help you. Let's be honest, though. I mean, we all, we've all had minimum wage jobs in high school. Oh, okay. And, I mean, I did. I know you didn't have to work. Ugh. But I would rather die than do McDonald's. I mean, I, I've worked retail. You would rather, retail. rather die. Yeah. Than work at McDonald's and do the hairnet and for the like frying food all day. It's yeah. got to be, it has to be the one of the hardest minimum wage gigs, I yeah. would say. It's not, it's not desirable. Um, and I've had my share. Well, some this is a Calvin parody on Chappelle show. Calvin's got a job. Hey, Calvin. <laughs> go, young blood. Way to go. Whack Arnold's is proud to give young African Americans an opportunity to serve their communities. 
making them feel responsible for the welfare of their own environment. Afternoon, ladies. Ew, nigga, you smell like french fries. (laughs) (laughs) That's about accurate. It's ridiculous. So ridiculous. Goddamn Chappelle. Um, You know, but there's so many other minimum wage gigs. Even In-N-Out is more dignified than... uh, McDonald's, right? Oh, it's definitely way more dignified. Yeah, yeah. Like I had friends that worked at In and Out, and they got higher than the minimum wage, and Ooh, they're might, super nice to their employees. I might make a trip after this. I don't know. Okay. Calvin's a nerd, man. That's what he's saying, don't fall for that bullshit. Don't be like Calvin. Yeah, <laughs> this is so wack. Working that bullshit job. Bullshit. Um. Yeah, though, though, I mean, well, the the product is also much better at at In and Out. That's a totally different product. Yeah, because everything at Mac McDonald's, it's okay. obviously automated. Like you're just pushing. Yeah, you get the frozen patty. Mickey and, D's are making In and Out. They're slicing tomatoes there. Yeah, they're doing stuff. You're seeing them chopping up the potatoes for your fry. Yeah, get your life. Get your life. Now, I, if I did work at McDonald's, I would have a problem because I would eat that shit. Every delicious day. that's the, the fucking problem of course <laughs> but i like the old apple pies remember the old school ones with like the styrofoamy yeah crust oh that shit was good and the cherry pie get your live cherry pie they don't even have cherry anymore huh mm, yeah no i guess not you know this guy george r r martin no he is uh Short story writer, novelist, um, and he's super famous right now because, or very well known, because his best-selling series are the inspiration for Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. He's one of those guys that looks 90, but he's 66. Yeah. Um, I haven't gotten into that yet. I feel like I will get into it eventually. Yeah, we get a lot of recommendations for that, too. Yeah, everyone... I think I tried it one day, and I wasn't in the mood. I, I got to hit on a dark day. I think it's a dark show. And it's definitely a watch-it-from-the-beginning type yeah. of series. You don't just jump into that, you know? How angry does it make you that a little person's, like, the lead character? It does upset me. I'm not going to lie. It yeah. does upset me. to watch. And then... <laughs> I, I'm serious. And I, and I got pushback <laughs> on that from friends. They're like, you don't understand... He's yeah. fucking badass. Get out of my fucking face. Okay? Yeah. What upsets you the most? I just, the presence of it. I mean, it's just, you know. It's how small his hands are and stuff. I just, yeah, I just. He's all, I'm powerful. Like, no, you're not. You're tiny. <sighs> yeah, dude. <sighs> how about how angry do you get when you watch Little People, Big World? <sighs> that one. The little couple. That's coming back. I guess they divorced and they're like. They're, dude, I saw that coming. You saw the commercial or, or no, you saw the divorce bro, coming? the divorce because she dre- she dream crushed him. He's a dreamer. The husband is like, we're going to make a farm. We're going to sell pies. We're going to expand. And she's like, why would you want to do that? We can't do that. We don't have the money. We're not there. Like She was always dream crushing. just crushing this poor guy's spirit. And. He really, he really is like an inspirational person. She yeah. just was not on the same personality wavelength. Yeah, I saw that shit coming. So they're divorcing. Um, I think so. Yeah, and they good for him. The show's She's coming terrible. back, and it's like I saw a, a teaser trailer for it, and it was like 
shit's going down with these little fuckers. <laughs> I bet you she's still miserable. Like she'll get a new mm. husband and she'll just torture that guy. Yeah. Nothing will change. Aesthetically, they just it just upsets me to look at, you know. The and tininess. The, yeah. And uh the little yeah. couple too I saw. Oh, they're so boring. That was that yeah, that's the most boring fucking show. They're not doing anything. They're not saying they're not doing yeah. anything. Those two little twerps fucking adopted a little Chinese. Yeah, he's cute. Kid, a little Chinese kid. And the little Indian dwarf. They have two they adopted two dwarfs. And um the show is fucking like he's like today uh is his birthday party and uh we're pretty excited about it. And yeah. she goes, I sent out the Evites and yeah. I uh, put in the wrong address. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. The only thing that's exciting about the show is that they're all small. Otherwise, there's nothing going yeah. for them. If they're not small. You're like, what the fuck am I? Their personalities so it's like, do you are like boring. looking at this, how crazy this is? That's the show. Yeah. And they're like both doctors. Like they're intelligent. Are they both doctors? I know, I know she is. I know she's definitely a doctor. They're, they're educated. Like she's they're, so small. And they're so boring. Yeah, so small. Oh, it's like so watching frail, paint dry. So boring. I mean, if she could just grow and be a little more interesting, you know, I might be into the show. I also tried watching the one where they were all in L.A. They're all friends, like Little Women oh, of L.A. Little Women of L.A., yeah. And that was just like that's fighting, like fighting, mob fighting. wives. Yeah, it I was, was about stupid. to say that. It's just too much bullshit. And that was bullshit. Like, they're not all friends. You know, oh. they just stuck them all together because they're all little people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poking each other. Mm-hmm. But that Russian midget was really hey, attractive. Hey, hey, oh, hey, sorry. I don't know. No, you're right. Are I going to get the fan mail remember, from the Remember the, uh, the one, it was another girl's boyfriend on that show who was like, you're pretty hot for, for this. Yeah. Like, you, you should be with somebody, shouldn't be with that guy, you should be with someone like me. Yeah. And the girl was like, um, you're with me. He was like, just fucking, yeah. shut up. He would hit on that that Russian chick in yeah. front of his girlfriend. Basically. And she had a full size uh, boyfriend. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, she was getting the pipe laid to her, the Russian. Yeah. Yep. This is supposed to be George Martin, the Game of Thrones guy. Sunset found her squatting in the grass, groaning. Every stool was looser than the one before <laughs> and smelled fouler. By the time the moon came up, she was shitting brown water. The more she drank, the more she shat. But the more she shat, the thirstier she grew. Is this Game of Thrones? The, that was the, I think that was the guy reading from his book. Sunset found her squatting in the grass, groaning. Every stool was looser than the one before, and smelled fouler. <laughs> By the time the moon came up, she was shitting brown water. The more she drank, the more I she shat. But it. the more she shat, the thirstier she grew. Kind of nice. Uh, I like it. Uh, if this is Game of Thrones, I'm on board. Yeah, this is from the book, and people are writing underneath it. I'm so sad we didn't get to see this scene in the TV adaption. This is fucking brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, if this is the pilot, uh, I'll watch the whole series. There you go. It's there you really go. Good. And there you go. Um, we should point out, you know, uh, America, greatest place in the universe, coming up on her birthday. Um that's right. Yeah. Put your flag out. Should be fun this year. <clears throat> and um, we might have my cousin Farts here at the house. That should be fun. And uh, Dad might come over too. Whoa. To see the dog. She could get real. <coughs> yeah. Hey, are we going to have them move the actual artwork too? 
Are they no, do I think we should do that. Should I don't do that. trust any movers, and I'm not moving my macaroni clock. No. My son is going to get to see the treasure of my life here. What about the diamonds? The diamonds. The, the diamonds. gold bars and the diamonds. And you got to put those up your butt. Okay. Anyways, there's nothing quite like um, a great song, especially, or excuse me, especially on this show. We love hit songs, and we've played quite a number of them. And, you know, everyone has their favorites. One song that really had huge impact on a lot of you was a song from a family, a family that got together and made beautiful music, and we played it on this show quite a bit. People loved it, and guess what? They have a new song. Oh, fucking Christ. That's not the response I was hoping for. So these guys, you might know them as... I hope as it's a suicide-packed song. Three Beat Slide. Oh, fuck off. Um, their first song that was... I mean, you could only, you know, yeah. classify it as a hit. Um, where is that song? Summertime is, is here. here. Dun, 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 Gonna, what is it? Walk to the park and get fingered on a bench. That's. Summertime is here. Not exactly what I was thinking. Gonna take a dump in the grass. <laughs> okay. Um, not, not the song, but you get the point. Summertime is here. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of people. Hey, who are guys, like, it's summertime. Yeah. God, I hate Let's these see. idiots. You hated them, right? Well, of course. They're like probably, you know, here is the religious um, nuts or something. You think they probably hate nuts? gay marriage? I don't know. No, I'm just I don't kidding. Know what they but these guys, this song is a hit. Uh, oh, this is fuck off. Hey, everybody, it's, it's summertime. Oh, Jesus Christ. Summer vacation is here. Oh, gonna run my bike, gonna go somewhere. It's my favorite time of year. He looks like the kind of kid you just want to hit, too. Yeah, I hope his balls dropped since this last song. Yeah, I mean, I see a kid, yeah, he's just the kind of kid you want to punch right yeah. in the fucking throat. Uh, yeah, he's definitely getting well, bullied at school. In honor of our great nation, yeah. Three Beat Slide has a new song. It's <coughs> called America is the Place to Be. <laughs> let's give it a listen. I actually have not heard one note of this, so let's just check it out. Next time you think you can't find work, know that you're in a powerful nation of opportunity. America, a place where everyone is equal under the law, and opportunity is equal for all. America is a place to be, because you are truly free to be anything you dream. In a land of the free, stop the aggravation, no more hesitation with time and education. It can be a sensation. America is the place to be. Cause you are truly free to be anything you dream. In a land of the free. I think the son is actually, I'm not joking, I think mm-hmm. he's transgender. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He looks like it now. You, are they aware that this is true of white men, but maybe not everybody else? About the place to be, yeah. I think it's, it's in the in the second verse. Everybody's equal except We're talking for just to you, women, whitey. blacks, yeah. gays. Stop the aggravation, no more hesitation. With time and education, you can get sensation. 
It is really easy to be white, a white guy. It's the best, right? How much do you love it? I don't think about it. That's how much you... It's like... Yeah, I take it for You don't ever wake up and just go, oh, thank God I'm a white guy. Yeah, no, sometimes. Sometimes. Um, It's got to be great. You know what I think about it is like when you... When I'm upset about something and I want to talk to somebody about it, yeah. the respect that I'm shown <laughs> as as a as a uh, white man, yeah, is, uh, is it's got to be great. Where you're like, I've got a complaint, and they're yes. like, absolutely, Mr. Segura, how yes. how we, let's rectify this. Yeah, yeah, and your I, business some, is important. Sometimes to us, I don't sir. think about it then; I think about it afterwards. I go, yeah. I wonder if I was X, Y, and Z, how they would have other anything other than white guy. Yeah. If I was anything other than the best, what they right. would have said. Right then. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I hear you. It's I, I'm totally jealous. Or even if it's I would ridiculous. have just gotten more of my mother's skin tone. Yeah. And you realize that like my sisters have more of her skin. You know, yeah. they they're they're more olive skinned. Right. And I just got my dad's fair skin. But it and could blue, have been blue eyes. It just happened to be that's just a genetic, you know, roll of the dice. Yeah. I mean, they have, you know, they have turd eyes, they have dark shit yeah. eyes, and they have darker skin, and they have darker <clears throat> hair. So they might be talked to like they're maids or something. Yeah, then, yeah. But then, like... They're not that Latin-looking. No, I mean, but I mean... Look yeah, but, yeah, but like I'm just saying, girls. like, I mean, when I'm there, they're, just they're brunettes, like... brunettes, Tom. But, <laughs> but when I walk in, it's like, oh, there's a banker here, you know? Yeah. So... Oh, guys who look like you run stuff. Right. Oh, this is what Congress looks like. And on that note... And be number one in the nation. And be number one in the nation. And be number one in the nation. You can be number one right. in this nation. Yeah, they're just not God. good at music. That's no. kind of one of their problems. No. Oh, boy. Just keep going. Keep with it, though. You guys keep with it. What song do you want to go out on? Wow. Something tickles you? No, my cunt, my cunt, my cunt, because it sounds like a 4th of July song. Oh, oh, that's right. Right, it's kind of a patriotic yes. jam. Yeah. It has it has the drums. Oh, right. My cunt, my cunt, my cunt. That's, um, oh, man, who made these songs? Is that Matthew? Who is that? This guy that made this song, we met in Chicago when we did the live podcast. He was at that. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I forget. It's pretty. His name. It's pretty neat when you get to put a face to the the pornography. And songs, if you're right? hearing this, dude, oh, send more songs. Send more songs, mommy. All right. Um. Thanks, guys, for listening. We hope to see you soon. At a show. Or back here, uh, where your mom lives. Well, next time you hear our voices, we'll be out of our new office. I know. I'm so excited. Which is so cool. I can't you know. wait to be official. Official moms only. Real mommies only. Let's go, jeans. Okay. Love you guys. I love you, mommies. Bye. Oh, my fucking cut. Cut, we cut, we cut. Oh, my fucking cut. Cut, we cut, we cut. Cut, we cut, we cut. Oh, my fucking cut. We cut, we cut, cut, we cut, we cut. Oh, we fucking cut. Cut, we cut, we cut. Cut, we cut, we cut. Oh, we fucking cut. Cut, we cut, we cut.
It's sexy.